0: Oh yeah, Dirty Thursday. We are GFBS. We're Grand Fork's best source. A couple of rookies in the studio today. NOSA, Sprint Car, Driver, Zach Umdahl and Josh Schwangler. This is going to be a hell of a show. Other half of the Ring Boys, Chad Hoff, couldn't make it in today. I think he's having another procedure done or something. <laughs> show today brought to you by Thunder Ray's Auto Repair. There's a new repair auto shop, repair shop in town. Yeah, new auto repair shop in town. It's Thunder Rays Auto Repair. Thunder Rays doing it all. General auto repair. Oil changes, brakes and suspension, maintenance, fuel and ignition diagnostics, engine and tranny work. And Thunder Rays absolutely loves working on the old hot rods and muscle cars too. Go check out his shop. He's usually got one in there. Great thing about Thunder Rays, you're not going to drop dead when you get the bill either. Call or schedule an appointment. 701-757-0287 701-757-0287 or go to ThunderRays.com and make sure you check out ThunderRays Auto Repair on Facebook too great website there great Facebook page yeah there's a new auto repair shop in town ThunderRays Auto 2315 North Washington Street in Grand Forks bring your car into ThunderRays Auto Repair well if you have any questions or comments Our phone number here at the studio is 701-213-0863. 701-213-0863. And time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Ah, let's see. Uh, My psychiatrist, psychiatrist, he uh, told me that I was crazy. And I told him I wanted a second opinion. He said, okay, uh, you're ugly too.
1: All right, what would you think of
0: that one, Katie?
2: That one just sounds like a dad joke, simple dad joke um,
0: well, um, look at me i mean, <laughs> 'm not the prettiest guy out there. uh welcome to the studio uh, Zach Gomdahl and Josh schwangler, and let 's get this all set up. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good yourself good, 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 good uh we We call in this show a rookie show. uh you guys first year drivers last year. And uh, we're going to start with this. Uh, First off, I want to ask you, Zach, tell us a little bit about yourself besides racing. Let's hear about Zach Umdahl when he's not at the racetrack. Tell us about your life.
1: (laughs) I'm married. I got two kids. Uh, They take up a lot of my time. Um, How old are the kids now? One's about two months old, and the other one's, he'll be four in March.
0: Oh, man, you are busy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we just bought a a crazy cart for him, they call it. Oh, yeah. Nick Umdahl's my cousin, and he bought... His nephews, two of them, uh huh, and they have a blast on them. They Those things cart. are crazy. Yeah, it's just like a drift cart. So it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of the same concept as driving a sprint cart away. way. So I just start them out young and see what happens.
0: Oh, what the heck? They'll be in a go-kart before you know it. Yeah,
1: I'm on that thing more than he is right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, let's hear a little bit about yourself, man.
2: Uh, I live east of Detroit Lakes. I got a wife. We have twins, one boy, one girl, Brooke and Easton. They're five years, two months, and 11 days old, and they're a lot of
0: work. And uh, we appreciate you driving here. I know it was a kind of a long haul. Oh, it's fine. In cold weather. It. Well, good, good. Uh, we appreciate you guys both showing up here today. Um, Zach Umdahl, I remember the first time I met you, because uh, I'm friends with your dad. We were in a sturgeon tournament
1: yeah.
0: uh, up on the Rainy River, Lake of the Woods. And uh, remember that fish, man?
1: I'll never forget it. We it, would have won that tournament.
0: I know, and, and you know the thing is, when I tell people about it, um, they think, "Well, yeah, there's a fish story for you." Yeah. But um, we had how many? There had to have been ten people probably that saw that fish, and it was all of probably seventy-five inches. Yeah, it was. It was huge. I've I've caught quite a few of them, and that was
1: the biggest I've seen.
0: Yeah, uh, should have, would have, coulda, right? Yeah. Um, Amanda Joe says, "Hello, Zach, Josh, Katie, and John. Hello, Amanda Joe." All right, uh, we're going to ask you first, Zach, how did you get your start in racing? Uh,
1: ever since I was little, I guess. I used to race go-karts when I was a kid, and and then I kind of stopped, and then I started up again when I was actually last year, or two years ago, I think it was. I started go-karts again, and I had a smiling from ear to ear. I was like, God dang, this is so fun. Like, uh, I don't know why I quit. So then I crashed. I kind of got hurt, and then I was like, what the hell am I going to do? I need to do something. And my cousin Nick's like, why don't you buy my car? So I thought about it while I was sitting at home, you know, in crutches and stuff, and it's like, whatever, I'll try it. I'll sell my boat if I have to. So I ended up doing that, and here I am.
0: You know, it's funny because uh, you crash a go-kart, get hurt, so what do you do? You buy a sprint car.
1: Yeah. I'd it, rather yeah. crash with a, with a roll cage than with all ones. Right, one, so. right. And, and I
0: still remember uh, talking to your dad when you first bought the car. He was about as excited as you could be. And then when you sold your fishing boat, because I saw it on, on one of the Facebook buy and sell pages or whatever, and yeah. I said, uh so did your kid sell his boat so he could keep racing the sprint car? And he was mad as hell because yeah. <laughs> I know how much fishing means to you, but yeah. obviously I'm guessing driving that sprint car must oh,
1: mean a little God. bit more. It's, I've always wanted to do it, and you know, once I quit go kart racing when I was a kid, Nick, my cousin, he raced quite a bit, and I I just stayed away because I knew I knew I'd want to buy one. So mm-hmm. I was I stayed away because <laughs> you just can't the smell of the methanol, the fuel burning, and the cars running. It's just like you you just can't watch. You got to do it. Yep. I'm that, that type of person. So I stayed away and then I just said, screw it. I did the fishing thing for a while and I'm like, let's try something different. So,
0: um, how's the wife think about it? What does she think about you being she's a sprint all car? In, like, good.
1: 110%. She's super supportive about it. So I don't think I'd be able to do it without her help. Right. Uh, right. I'm glad. I'm glad she's, she's uh, helping me out because. I don't know. You know, she she wouldn't give me the okay. I don't think I'd be able to do it. Right, it's pretty spendy. So.
0: Oh yeah, and not to mention if she doesn't like it, try going home every night afterwards. Yeah, no fun. <laughs> yeah, I
1: not work out. I'm
2: curious, what? Um, how many years have you raced, or is this? Your no, second? these
1: are rookies. Rookie, yeah. oh, rookie, so okay. One I've just year go karts for a little bit. Since, uh, okay,
2: was last year like your full time, like in a sprint car though? Yeah, first okay. time. Yeah. Okay, I was curious about that. So.
0: All right, uh, Josh Schwangler, how'd you get your start in this whole ugly business? Just been around the track. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Uh, Swangler name is pretty much synonymous to racing, especially at the River City Speedway. Tell us, how do you uh, how, how are you related to the rest of the Swangler gang?
2: So my dad is Dennis Swangler. His dad George was my grandpa. Okay,
0: so
1: okay.
2: I brought that up, and um, it's been just in the blood, they say. And I've always enjoyed it. Never had the chance to get out there and race. I have some friends that do, and. No one's getting any younger, so you might as well yep. take a chance and do it.
0: Yep. Um. Swanglers, man, there's got to be at least half a dozen of them in the River City Hall of Fame.
2: There might be one or two listening.
0: Yeah, well, good, good for all the swanglers out there listening. Uh, welcome. Uh, let's see. Brandon Palm says, uh, there's no other feeling like being behind the wheel. Uh, Amanda says, if you ever need to pick me up at the racetrack, go see Zach or Josh. They always have big smiles on their faces, have awesome attitudes. How hard is it? To have a good attitude, especially your rookie year? I
1: don't know. I think it's pretty easy. I, yeah. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if I crash or if I, I take last. Yeah. These things are so fun to drive. The hardest thing I've ever done. It's weird. You, you can watch from the stands and, and ask people at race, how do you drive these things? Nobody can really explain to you until you're actually in it. Mm hmm. It's just, it's weird. It's hard. It's fun. You know, and
0: it's kind of cool too at the end of the night uh, when the kids come down and, and everybody comes into the pits and, uh, they get to realize you guys are just normal guys. You just right. do crazy stuff.
2: These cars are a blast to drive.
0: Yeah. They're,
2: you got to remember to breathe when you're in there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I was in
1: Devil's Lake, and I, that's when I found out I wasn't breathing because I think I kind of blacked out, and I smashed into that infield tire. I hit that thing directly. <laughs> I jumped it. Well, I, I was thinking maybe you couldn't breathe
0: because you were in the water. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my first time driving.
1: That's a funny story, actually. So I sold my boat to get this thing, and then I, I did a test and tune in Devil's Lake, me and Nick, and... Alex and Ricky and my dad, we rented the track for an hour, and the first few laps, I sent that this yard sale right off corner three. <laughs> Into the yeah, water. Right into the water. <laughs> into the pond. Into the pond. And I'm sitting there like, I can't I can't move because I'm stuck. And all I see is water. You know, and Nick pulls up. He's like, dude, what the hell? I'm like, I think I miss fishing. Yeah. She's still fishing this pond.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, pretty soon you're going to have sprint cars with a snorkel on the front like you do on those four wheelers. Um, going right into a sprint car, uh, both of you guys, did you race anything beforehand? No. Right into the sprints. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, I know we've seen it where guys go from go-karts to sprint cars. But, um, man, if you're going to pick a car and you're, you've never raced before, I would, well, at least you pick the right one.
2: Right. No, that's a big learning experience, a big curve there. But if you do it the right way, uh, you can you can not only learn a lot, but meet a lot of nice people too. Sure. Meet a lot of friends. And and it's very intimidating pulling up to the track and not knowing a whole lot of people. But ending mm-hmm. uh, Grand Forks is very tough track to race.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Um, got a question here from uh, Brandon. How much help did you guys get on your first year, and did it help or hurt you guys? Gonna (laughs) start with you, Zach.
1: Honestly, uh, I got quite a bit of help because I asked a lot of questions, you know. But I found out fast that you know guys will give you help, but tell you start beating them. Well, (laughs) yeah, that's true. But every driver is different, so like I just you kind of just gotta go off feel and make small adjustments and go from there. Because I was doing pretty crazy adjustments right away, like trying to tighten the car up or something. And it's just something I couldn't drive it. I need to keep it the same and just learn to drive it and make small adjustments from there. Mm-hmm. Because if you copy somebody else's setup, I mean, you don't drive like they do. So right. it's, it's right. pretty tough.
0: I mean, there's a lot of things, differences in there, you know, you could be
1: lighter, heavier,
0: whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Josh, a uh, lot of help that first year. Did you ask a lot of questions or
2: I, you know, I did, uh, the Ranton boys were the ones who kind of helped me out the most um, to get my car somewhat set up and then just feel it out and see how it goes. Every guy drives different. Everyone's car is different. Everybody, you know, right down to stagger to everything. Everything's different. So drive it the way you want and, and make subtle adjustments and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Each night's different. The track gets different
0: uh steven young who by the way uh we're trying to get on the show but he's such a world traveler he never gets a chance uh he's watching he says these two were great additions to nosa last year great guys uh thank you steven yeah and and uh we're trying to get him on here here? um all right uh next question what is the hardest part about driving a sprint car
1: Keeping it on the track and not upside down. I guess. Right. <laughs> Trusting it's going to turn left. <laughs> uh,
0: I just got to write one thing down here. I think it's
1: traffic. Uh, that's where I struggle. I seem to do fine when no one's around me, but once I get racy with somebody and they kind of they crowd me, mm-hmm. that's where I just I need to a little more seat air. time there. Yeah,
2: a little room for air. and it's right, right. Uh, things uh, things so happen tight, awfully happen fast. Fast, yep mm-hmm. And uh, the amount of power these cars have is.
0: Uh, on, unexplainable. Yeah. Now, being rookies, um, well, everybody, even if you're, even if you're a veteran, uh, everybody makes mistakes. Have you guys, going after your first year, have you, you thought, of, if you had anybody come up to you and say, hey, look, man, uh, you need to be doing this when you're out there. Maybe they were trying to pass you or something. Have you had anybody get in your face at all?
1: <laughs> uh, not because of how I was driving on the track, but it was actually going off the track. No, oh. it, was, it was in Ada. <laughs> And it was the end of the race. That's where you did really well, Josh. That was a pretty good race. He's pulling away. He's flying. Fifth worked. That was crazy. There's so many guys crashing. We were, like, in the top 10. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. (laughs) I thought finishing 12th
2: was good, but fifth was great.
1: So it it was the end of the race, and uh, Jordan Adams was in front of me, and he went over corner four there, and he kind of burped the throttle, and he just shot a rooster from behind his car. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. (laughs) So I go over, and I, I smack the throttle, and I do a rooster, too. And I was going back to my trailer in my car, and it was so dusty. I couldn't see Terrible. anything. I couldn't see the car in front of me. And I'm, I'm just like, oh, I'm holding it straight, and I think I'm going the right way. And all of a sudden, boom, somebody hit me from behind. I'm like, oh, somebody must have hit me, not seen me. So I get back to my trailer, and here comes Shane Romley. <laughs> he comes up to me, and <laughs> no he's just way. screaming. Shane. Not, Shane. I think, not Shane. I think when I shot that rooster, he said I hit, he got hit in the face with a big rock. <laughs> so, I mean, that's something Jumped I'll up. never do again. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad. I mean, I I don't blame them or nothing. I've probably would have done the same thing. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess keep your visor down next time, and I won't give her a rooster. Yeah, so. <laughs> there you go.
0: How about you, Josh? Uh, anybody have any choice words for you after a race or a heat or anything?
2: You know, everyone was pretty nice out there. I just tried to stay my lane and drive my own car and not uh, not do anything wild or crazy, and just get some seat time in.
0: Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. didn't have
2: too many. I didn't get any choice words from anybody really. It was. Good. Good clean season, I think, really.
0: Yep, so. and, and you know, that makes a big difference, too, uh, when guys are are comfortable racing around you, because uh, right. they're not around everybody. Right. Uh, according to Dave Adams, it must be pretty easy. He just says, wide open, turn left.
2: Yeah, that's one of the big things you have to
0: do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also, Robin Anderson, both guys are great guys. I do, however, have to tell them that I would be confused last year at the back gate, because I think they kind of look alike. Um, <laughs> oops, Let's see here. They kind of look like if I'm at the back gate this season. You can wear name tags, lol. Uh, you guys, you guys kind of do look like maybe you could be related. Zach, I think.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm 32, and hey, you know what? You ask somebody overseas how old they are, nobody knows. Age is just a right. number. Yeah, you're 32. How old are you? Uh 37. Okay, 37. we're young at heart, man. Let's just keep rolling. Yeah. forget no, about I'm that old. age. Well, number. <laughs> except for Katie
0: in the studio here, you guys are really young. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep,
0: because uh, we're getting kind of older. Um. Did you wreck any cars last year? Oh, yeah. Anything anything go on the scrap heat?
1: Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah? Yeah. How
0: about you?
2: I didn't. I kept it on uh, all the wheels, at least one, but I didn't get upside down, so mm-hmm. I felt good about that.
0: Um, do you have, you know, you, Zach, coming from go-karts, uh, you're used to winning races, things like that. Do you feel, was it, was it a hard adjustment to get to? Because I know you and I had this talk a couple of times last year in the pits. Um, yeah, I know it would be nice to get a top 10 every week, but how long does it take? What's that adjustment period where you finally just got to go, okay, maybe I don't have a top 10 car today. Let's just ride this thing out. How hard is that to do? Because that's got to be tough.
1: <laughs> yeah, it that actually happened my first night. I, I realized yeah, I just got to kind of slow down and drive the car that I got. It was... Uh, I went off somebody else's setup because the track was getting dry, and I, I couldn't drive the car. And Wayne Nygaard went by me, and my dad said I I drove the car faster after he passed me. I think I was trying to keep up with him. I didn't mm-hmm. realize what I was doing, but I'm so competitive, I don't want people to pass me, so I did yep. go, go, go. And I ended up backing into the water barrels. That hurt so <laughs> bad. Like, I got slapped freaking silly. Really? But yeah, Chad Hoff was there and. and uh, uh, who else was that Zach or uh Nick Curtis I think he was mm-hmm. well they had me sit in my car and they wanted me to put one foot on the brake while that tow truck pulled me away and I had no idea what he's even talking about I was I didn't Tweety Bird no kidding <laughs> yeah so that happened and then uh I don't know I just ever since that I kind of just slowed it down and raced my own car
0: yeah um Josh do you ever find somebody and try to follow him and, and do it that way or does that not always work
1: you try to
2: but if they're running up front and they pass you the last thing you want to do is start racing the leader and, and then s- slide into them or you know causing unnecessary accident you're you're in lap traffic and you want to just run your own race and stay out of the way and get some good seat time mm-hmm. you know that's the main thing otherwise in the pits you might get a couple words yeah you know yep so, and wreck a, you know wreck somebody else's car that sure. that was running in the top 3 2 5 whatever it is
0: yeah is that a big concern for you are you more worried about wrecking somebody else's stuff
2: being a rookie, you just don't want to go out there and be wild and crazy and, mm-hmm. and run your own race and, and with myself that I haven't raced uh cars before and so jumping into one of these was uh last place was fine with me. Uh just to get some good seat time and progress, you know, racing with those guys out there, the Romlings and Iguards and and uh Kroker and those guys, they're they're good drivers. They're mm-hmm. yeah, the rantons are good drivers. There's a lot of talent up there. So to jump in one of these cars and just take off and think that you're gonna run around the track with them is just don't set your expectations that high because you'll be shot down real fast.
0: Right, right. If you guys were to give yourself a grade, A, B, C, D, E, F, or A, B, C, D, F. Oh, boy. You have to text from, me in on that one. From from <laughs> Okay, now, from the beginning of the year, oops, I don't know what I did there. From the beginning of the year to the end of the year, how would you grade yourself? What would you give yourself, Zach?
1: Oh, it's probably an F right away, and then I think I probably worked my way up to a C. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I learned a lot, you know, what not to do and what what to do and i don't know i'm just like he said you know right away just hold my line because i want these these guys are up front all the time i want them to know like when they pass me with confidence that i'm not going to be all squirrely. i want to try to gain their respect and confidence so one day once because i can see myself racing them guys one day Mm -hmm, sure i am i want them to be confident enough where they know they can race me hard without having to worry about me being all over the track
0: yeah good answer yeah how about you what do you grade yourself at
2: I'd say we started out real slow and, and finished a little quicker, a little, you know, with a lot more experience and that's what we're out for. We're not going to just race for one year. We're we're going to race for years to come and mm-hmm. that's, uh, so, uh, you know, a a C a C would be a good grade. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't bend up too much, a couple front ends and, uh, uh, that just comes away with more experience.
0: You know? Right. Right. Uh, let's see, by the way, Samantha says, Maverick says hi to daddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, let's see. Brandon, <laughs> uh, did you guys notice a difference from your first race of the season to the end of the season? Did you get faster? Good question. Thank you very much, Brandon. You Obviously, I think both of you guys are going to admit you got faster by so. the end of the year. I think build so. Build some confidence.
2: Yeah, you know, big time. Build it, some confidence in yourself and then try to – obviously, everyone's out there to win or, or, or better themselves, you know, position-wise. Mm-hmm. So I think that's – if you do it in the moderation of the way or not overdrive – Past your car or past your skill level, you got to be content with that and happy with that.
0: Yep, uh, Zach, you had talked about setups. <clears throat> how uh, you can just set something up so wrong. Have you ever sent something up, both you guys, so wrong that it took you a couple of days or a couple of races to get back to the point you were at? Or do you? Do you how do you do that? You keep notes with everything yeah. you do, so at least you can get back to that starting point. How does that work?
1: Yeah, I just kind of have a, a a baseline that alex you know larson ricky said and nick and them guys kind of set me off with and i just go off that and i i try to keep everything the same and not try to get too crazy on everything because mm-hmm. i don't want to hop out there and just have like a completely different car every night so i try and just keep everything the same so it's not different
0: so when you guys you keep notes of yeah, every night
2: keep notes yep and it's tough to watch everybody and, and work on their cars and do different things and they're trying this and they're trying that and they're you know they're changing their torsion bars and they're setting up different so- shocks and everything but you can't let that get to your head. Just, just
0: whatever feels good driving. to you.
2: Whatever feels good to you. They're not working on your car; they're working on theirs. Right. Maybe They felt something that you didn't. Or
0: so. So, in these notes, do you guys write down like temperature, humidity, track conditions, all that kind of stuff every night?
2: Yeah, everything. Yeah, yep. yep. yeah, pretty much everything that changes. Like when we went out to Mandan or any of those tracks, too. You only get there once a year, race twice a twice a weekend. So by the time you get all the way back out there next year. You're not going to remember exactly what you had or what the,
1: you know, what worked, what didn't. Yeah. Especially you if finish. you run good, you want to remember like what what right, gears you were had, him, what you're uh-huh. go off of that.
0: Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Dirty Thursday again. Uh, NOSA All Sprint Car Driver, Zach Comdall and Josh Schwangler in the studio today. Uh, you know, if you need an oil change fast, like yesterday, uh, go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Grand Forks uh basically no wait time they'll change your oil you can even just sit in your car or maybe you can go do a little shopping uh, they're going to do more than just change your oil too. your uh, cabin air filter they'll check that your fluids wiper blades head and tail lights your battery your tires Valvoline instant oil change can uh, also do transmission and coolant flushes and there's no appointment needed it is timely service uh, it's not going to slow your day down too and you can just sit in your vehicle and watch and wait And if you mention Grand Fork's Best Source, they'll give you an additional $7 savings on your oil change. And if you can't leave work and you live in town, uh, they'll come and pick your vehicle up. Locally owned and operated, they're open seven days a week, and they are fast at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. 3325 South 38th Street, or you can call 701-780-8462. Make sure you tell them that uh, Grand Fork's Best Source sent you. Uh, Let's see here. They got the uh, Nosa thing going on this Saturday, Saturday in Reynolds. Are you guys both going to be there? Yep, yep, yep. Yes, you too. Yep. Uh, I'll be there too. Perfect. Yeah, it's it's fun. I'm already getting thirsty just thinking about it. I've never been
2: up to the Beehive. there. It's-
0: yeah, and uh, now they they and moved just, it though. Oh, they moved it. Okay. Uh, I, I believe I so. I talked to Dave. It's just like right next door, oh, oh, okay. um, because of sound equipment or something. But it sounds like it's going to be at the place right next to it. Uh, if not, it'll be easy to find. Uh, Reynolds isn't that big.
1: Didn't Jordan
0: Adams buy that? Uh, yeah, they had, yeah jordan, Jordan's jordan got it. I think he might have a partner or two with it, but um, I tell you what, they, they remodeled it, uh, the whole place. We were up there for that uh, vintage snowmobile ride a couple of weeks ago, oh, yeah. and they did a fantastic job. I don't know if you were ever in there before. Um,
1: yeah, it was... I used to go, I've, I've been there actually one time, they used to have good chicken there for lunch.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's a really nice place, they did a great job, it's, it's going to be a great place. Um, Here's the thing that kind of pisses me off though, Saturday was supposed to be the nicest day of this cold stretch, and now they change it up and it's supposed to be the coldest day, oh boy.
2: If any colder, I don't know what to do. I.
0: Isn't this ridiculous, and, you're a construction guy?
2: Yep, yep, we have a construction company based out of Fargo, we do a lot of stuff down by Detroit Lakes and... Up and down Highway 10 and in Fargo a lot. So Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, I wouldn't want to be working outside today either.
2: No, it's tough to gather the troops and keep, uh, keep morale up, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, yeah. And then... The then equipment uh,
2: together is another... Yeah, They're that's another
0: like thing. Out. Your tools and equipment, they don't want to work in this crap.
2: No, no, it doesn't. And like I say, morale with the guys is tough. You know, uh, it's just you, you strive to make that a good atmosphere and mm-hmm. when it's so cold. Yeah, you're taking you're taking more steps backwards than you yeah. Are over, so. I
0: mean, you're only as good as your team, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, Amanda Joe, by the way, says it'll be in the KC Hall next door to the Beehive. There we go. That okay. that's official. Amanda Joe. KC Hall. That is official.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody again. And yeah, it, it, having a full race season last year, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to say, starting out when they had the the practice session at our at River Cities, there, Chris uh, ran and helped me put My car together and stuff, and he said, You're the luckiest time to start racing, you actually get a practice run, <laughs> yeah, up here, which is unprecedented, never happened, pretty rare, yeah. Yep. And so, I felt I felt confident about that. I didn't know what gears to put in, but uh, uh, we we made it and learned a lot even from that one night, mm-hmm. uh, it so helps, helps. Well, it helped immensely, yep.
0: yeah. And and I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, River City Speedway schedule yet for this upcoming year, it's been released, but um, they do have a test in tune uh, scheduled, but. but- We'll see, you know, and and that's the thing, too. The winter, the way it is going, I mean, we can complain all we want about this cold weather, but uh, at least we don't have, you know, 20 feet of snow. Oh, yes. Yep.
2: Yep. No, I hear you there.
0: Um, when we talk about the schedule, uh, NOSA added a bunch of stuff. Going to be down at uh, Houston, I believe, a bunch this year. You guys plan on, on doing the whole schedule if you can?
1: Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to try to make every single one. Mm-hmm. I need as much sea time as I can get.
0: Sure. How about you? Yes,
1: yeah, so I'll second that.
2: We'll... we'll uh with work and everything, we're going to do as much as we can mm-hmm. and, and get as much seat time as possible, and, and uh, Jackson will be another fun place yeah. to kick off the bucket list to put on, and uh, I'm just looking forward to it all around.
0: So uh, after your first year, um, again, racing not being what it was supposed to be, have, have you found a track that really fits you, or do you have a favorite track yet?
1: I don't know. I, I like River City Speedway, but I don't do good there. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> but you know, the tracks that I do good at, I think I like them too. So
0: okay, how about you?
1: I just like racing in general, and yeah. you're only
2: as good as the track will let you be. Some nights, but that's you know that's what you got to adapt to.
0: Sure. Sure.
2: Kyle Larson seems to be good at everything. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I, I don't Sad. know how it does it, or you know. Uh, I, yeah. If you can call I mean, me, that'd be great. I mean, he could.
0: <laughs> guy could jump on a lawnmower and win lawnmower races. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he's model whatever. Seven yeah. Markers, it's just. Uh, but you got also admit, boy, that was some crazy ass good racing when he was up yeah, here, wasn't boy. it? Unreal. <laughs> <I'm glad laughs> it was <laughs> unreal. <laughs> uh, did he win the Kentucky oh, Derby? Yeah, I think he did yeah, win yeah, the Kentucky Derby. Won.
1: Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> somebody asked who was going to win the Super Bowl, and somebody goes Kyle Larson.
0: kidding (laughs) that is funny first uh, first year in the car tell me about your worst night zach
1: my worst night yep uh probably have to be when i copied that guy's setup that he let me borrow and i just couldn't drive the car and i I ended up crashing Mm -hmm. and uh that was just a good lesson for me because you know if you can't drive the car just pull it off sure adjustments later Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm kind of glad i learned that lesson right away because i think i might whatever. Right, would have wrecked a lot more. Cars. Right,
0: right. Uh, how about you, Josh? Worst night?
2: Uh, West Fargo kind of gave us some trouble. The sun was going down, and I was bouncing off the wall going into uh, one and two, and it was it's uh, that was probably our biggest struggle up there. Just a longer track, you know, and then mm-hmm. a lot different, not as much bank, of course, as Grand Forks was, and so that was uh, that was a little different. How you throw the car into the corner was a lot different than in River Cities. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. How you drive. So we got a little work to do there, but we kept it on the ground.
0: All right. Uh, We went from worst night. How about your best night, Zach?
1: I'll tell you, but can I say something real quick? Sure. Okay. Uh, It's so cold out, so we're inside working today. We're testing hot sticks and grounds at work, and I've had, like, seven people call my phone. So you can tell them guys to quit calling me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys, quit calling Zach.
1: He's Uh, busy. My best night, I'd I'd have to say, when I took a top five and man down. That was was unreal. I I did start off front, but... Is that saturday night or yeah was that, that friday was friday night? the first yeah. night that was a good night mm-hmm. was, i had gained a lot of confidence that night and i just i drove that car as well, i was wide open the whole time and i got a bad habit of when i get comfortable my left foot it was, it was my brake foot i'll end up putting it sliding it way back and just laying it on, oh, the, floor yeah. on the floor pan so my foot is like not even on the brake i gotta I got quit doing that yeah too relaxed <laughs> yeah needed that was awesome that was a good night i that was a big confidence booster and then uh and then I went to Minot and raced that Kyle Fedick Memorial, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I ended up taking second. I think we would have gave, uh, gave Greg Nikotinko a run for his money in the feature, but we didn't have any tire options because after that heat race, it ate up the tires, and we only had one more set in the trailer, and it was just way too much stagger, and maybe it's a different gear change. I think we would have gave him a good money run for his money.
0: Yep. Yeah, um, how about you? Best night?
1: Yeah, I finished 12th in Grand Forks
2: one night. That was a good night for us. We uh, finished 5th in Ada which was another good night. Lots of crashes. That track was crazy. We were in the second heat uh, out and I think there was six or seven caution flags and everyone was getting pretty pretty aggravated and and, uh, antsy Mm -hmm. to go. And then the feature came around and uh, we had things figured out a little bit better, but, uh, and there was a lot of crashes there too, so.
1: I remember that you you went by me and then you just kept going. You're picking guys off left and right. I think there would have been more laps. You would have moved your way up. Maybe you know, yeah, I
2: was behind Romling there, and uh, but at that point, when there's two or three laps left and you're in fifth, I mean, what are you, you know, what are you trying to do here? You don't want to wreck. You don't want to wreck them. You don't want to. Yeah. You know, it's how how, it's kind of one of those.
0: how much of a confident booster is it when you have a good finish like that?
2: Oh, That's this awesome. is like getting a girlfriend's number that you never thought you could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Coming from
0: a couple of married dudes, right, All yeah, right? Yeah, well,
2: my wife was one of them too, so
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, what
0: did, is she okay with you racing?
2: Uh, surprisingly, she is, yeah. She's a big sponsor of my car, and she's uh, it was, it was tough to do that to talk her into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then my family too, after my cousin Mike was killed in West Fargo, that was kind of a uh, you know, a big wet. Towel on the
0: whole thing. yeah it brings you to realize and realization that
2: yeah it's tough. things can happen yep, it is, and then once you have kids and everything uh, but it's just a it's a passion, a joy of mine that I 've always wanted to do and you 're not getting any younger and i couldn't be more uh, i couldn 't be more happy with my wife being on board, and my parents too are back on board and uh,
0: take a little while was, for them to get on board
2: a little bit, yeah, I got the car <laughs> from Nick uh, Nick Ranton just the chassis and then brought it home and I put it in the shop there and I brought my dad and my mom in there and I said, well, next year we're going to go racing. And they were about, uh, they didn't know. It was like, I just showed them a, uh, you know, a ghost or something. So he said, Oh, you got a long ways to go from that. And, uh, so we'll, we'll we'll get there. You know, it took about a year to put the car together Mm -hmm. and get, you know, this is a rather expensive hobby. Uh, and after it was all said and done now it's a family, Fair, my wife comes up Fridays and takes our kids up and uh my parents come up and watch and yeah and get in the pits and now it's, it's yeah everything that I wanted to be. It's fun, and, it's a blast.
0: And and you people. know when when they come and support you like that, that's big. I mean I know Zach, your dad is up at the northwest angle. And uh <laughs> depends on what day of the week it is, if he says, Screw it, I'm never coming back again <laughs> or I'm gonna be there. But the guy comes down every week. Yeah. And how important is it to have Beaver in there with you?
1: It's it's huge, man. He's uh He's a big help, especially when you wreck the car a lot. Mm-hmm. Him and uncle Denny—they put it together for you
2: when you got to go to work. So. Yep. Yeah. I think Johnny Gibson said that was the first time he's ever seen a sprint car roll off. Yeah, I'd turn like to see and four. I'd like to see Donny shot get fired. <laughs> And he comes back on, and Johnny Gibson's like, this place is magical. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, you know, Brendan had his car yep, up on yep, the fence. You know? Yep, parked it up. This year, it was... Zach goes over three and four, keeps it <laughs> fire, and comes back on the track. Nah, it took it a lot of happened. skill to do that. Yeah, It's like a
0: Dale Earnhardt thing. Pretty yeah, you must
2: have closed your eyes. <laughs> you must have closed something, yeah.
0: Um, it, Kevin Pappenfuss, uh, by the way, says, your grandpa George was my dad's all-time favorite driver. Oh, yeah. And Zach, my wife, is an umdahl. She loves hearing the name at the track. She's become a fan of you and Nick, nice. uh, Alicia. your grandpa George was my dad's all-time favorite. Oh, okay. Uh, we actually have Bill watching from Plymouth, Wisconsin. There you go, Bill. I don't. I, Bill Novak. Hey, thanks for tuning in, all the way from Plymouth, Wisconsin. How about that? Wow. Um. So doing something like this, running a NOSA outlaw sprint car. I mean, you guys can't do it all on your own. Um, some of the people that help you out, first Zach.
1: Yeah, that's uh, a lot of family. It's kind of a family deal, like like Josh said, you know. But I did get lucky with some sponsors, and I'm really glad the, the company I work for is on board with me. Uh, I just think that's that's pretty cool that they're on the car, the place I work at and stuff. So.
0: All right, and, and we're going to ask you guys about sponsors in a little bit, but um, who helps you out, Josh?
1: You know, it's
2: been myself, my dad, and uh, a good friend of mine, Brian, he is uh, always right there to help. And going into this thing, he didn't know – he didn't know anything, uh much more than I did, which was which was little, but uh I can't say enough about the Ranton boys and how they've helped to uh get with any questions or whatnot, you know. Yeah, a couple of good
0: guys. I miss oh, those guys are. around the track.
2: Yeah, they're pro uh, they're proactive around the track and they don't you know the for the sport to progress is more or less what they like to see mm-hmm. and and have that uh and have more cars out there. You know, last year we only had twenty cars yeah. uh throughout the night give and take so if you lose three or four cars and you're down to 15 16 cars you know it just takes the the excitement the you know the the, the fan based fun out of it i think if yep. you're gonna watch the same cars go around 15 times yep you know so the more people you can keep out there and get going another one big trevor mill helped me out a lot a guy that i just i called he had some shocks for sale and uh he lives out of Harwood and and we bounce things back and forth off each other all the time. Another good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh helps there. And Romling, he's always a he's always he's always been nice and good character yeah. with our Yeah. You know, another guy that's been out there a long time and just wants to see the sport progress and mm-hmm. and continue, you know. Sure. At the end of the day we're all we're all out there to have a good time and and win and, yeah. and be safe. But at the same time there's a competitive edge in all of us. Yeah.
0: And you know you see well. Romling's uh business on a lot of race cars. Oh yeah. Uh, I know he helps out quite a few guys. Yeah, um,
2: that's the reason he's been around for a long time. Right, get that. right. So it's um, good to
0: see, oh, I forgot what my next question was going to be because I was listening to you there, and I can't remember what I was going to ask you. But um, okay, we'll go to a text. How's that? Uh, Amanda Joe says uh, I can't think of two better guys to go through a rookie season with than these two guys. Looking forward to this season with them. Um, have you guys heard? This is what I was going to ask you. Have you heard any rumblings? Anybody new? Getting into the sprint cars this year? Have you heard anything? So I, have, I just have been like,
2: I haven't heard of any, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of disconnected from the Grand Forks mm-hmm. uh, page as far as where we live and stuff. Like so as a new I, drivers? Or? Yeah.
0: Have oh, you heard no. of anybody new coming into the sport? No. And that's that's sad. It is. Uh, I want to keep seeing this thing go too. Yep. Uh, I, I mean the the NOSA guys, NOSA, you know, it, it's these sprint car guys, especially here in Grand Forks, man. It ain't easy. No, uh, it's really it's, hard to win a race. It's
2: really hard to win a race, and it's you know, you know, when Nick Granton won last year, that that was about the proudest uh, moment I think he's had in a long time, and to win a race like that, that's in Grand Forks, mm-hmm. unprecedented. Again, that's hard. Yeah, yep. yep.
0: yeah, very hard to do. Um, uh, now, ease up here a little bit. Uh, I was looking at the uh, NOSA website; they had you listed as Rookie of the Year. Yeah, uh, but sure. apparently you're not
1: no no tim uh tim esteson ended up getting it which is which is cool he's a nice guy i like Tim a lot Mm -hmm. he's a good race car driver um you know it just it does kind of suck because you know i was wondering who got it and i went on their website and it said you know zach omdahl on there so and then i looked at the points and i just assumed i got it so i i bought a bunch of sponsor thank yous and put rookie of the year on there and stuff Spent like 400 plus bucks but
0: yeah, all for naught.
1: It is what it is. So,
0: now now here's here, okay, here now if I get this right and it, I don't want you to get yourself in trouble. I don't want you to even say anything more if you don't want to. But um now the way I look at it is the guy who they say is rookie of the year um he had prior experience in a yeah. sprint car. So in order to run Rookie of the Year, if I got this right, you are supposed to start at the back of the pack. What, first five nights? Something like that? Yeah, first, that's
1: where I want to First five now. heat races is what it is, but I think that's for first-year drivers, and I don't think Tim Esteson was a first-year driver. Obviously, he wasn't. But.
0: Okay, well, here, here, this would be my next thing then. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but I do know a guy that when he first started in sprint cars, I think he ran five, six nights, uh, went back the next year to run for Rookie of the Year. And they said, no, you can't because you've got experience. Yeah. So I think, I think
1: it's more than five sanctioned NOSA races that you can't run for no, or a Rookie of the Year if you have more than them.
0: So it's just year. it's just NOSA that is doing this because, um, you know, what if you get somebody from Australia that's just kicking everybody's ass over there and then they decide to come here and run NOSA? Or they, could they be considered rookie? Yeah, they
1: can, yeah. It's it, just like the outlaws do the same thing too. Okay. So you could race a million races and then go... Be a rookie for the world of outlaws mm-hmm. kind of the same thing
0: okay um I, well i i'm going to say this right now, this is me saying this i I think you kind of got the shaft on that and uh i'll I'll I just agree with you on that John. i'll I'll leave it at that um See if anybody wants to uh, chirp in on that one. Uh, Travis Strandell says both guys did a great job. Always fun racing with both of them. And Travis, uh, we will be getting you on the show here too. Uh, we only have so many shows and so many Thursdays that we could do. But um, okay, so you guys got your rookie year out of the way. What are your expectations? I'll ask you first, Zach. What are your expectations for this new year?
1: Uh, I always try to set my goals pretty high. But in the back of my head, I'm just going to you know drive it straight, you know, and uh just try to move forward is all I can ask for really. Try okay. maybe not a wreck as much, but mm-hmm. I, I wanna get a heat win race. I feel like I could have done it last year, but I forgot to go at the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Witherall, he's like, speed it up, speed it up. For some reason, I don't know if I was daydreaming or what, but Did you start hit, on the pole last year? I started once? I started yeah on yeah, in my heat race on the pole and you know we we the race started and I just I was ripping. I took off and I was about probably five six car lengths in front of second place. And then there was a yellow flag. The race got started over and Mike Witherall was like, "Pick the pace up, pick the pace up." Well, for some reason I thought we had to go again, and uh, yeah, we didn't. Everybody blew right by me on <laughs> yeah. the start, so I was pretty upset about that. But I uh, next year. Nerve wracking up there though Yeah, it's, the it's, it's, and it's, you it's know nervous. Yeah. Would
0: Would you rather start behind?
1: No. Okay. No, I want to start off front every time if I can because there ain't nobody in front of me. I can go wide open. I don't got to worry about sliding into another car.
0: Josh, your expectations for this year? You
1: know, we're gonna just try to move up
2: the up the ranks a little bit and 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 uh, get quicker and faster at the same time. Have a lot of fun and and uh, just enjoy it. Enjoy hmm. the ride. A lot of people don't get the opportunity to race these things. No, and, and to do it and there's you know it's easy to sit in the stands and say oh I would have could have should have you know you should do this you should do that but.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: come out and try it.
0: A couple of years back, I had a chance to hot lap a sprint car. Okay, I declined.
2: Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: Uh, my, I, I'm, I've got this phobia um, about. I think it happened uh, when I was in high school. I didn't own a car yet, so I, my mom had talked her into let me use her car, and I, I blew the timing chain on it. And I oh, wasn't boy. doing anything wrong. No, I'm just sure one not. of them things. <laughs> but that, that's what scares break me. All the time, I hear. Yeah, that, that's what scares me. Is even if I'm not doing anything wrong, and something happens to the car. I would feel like it would be my fault. And, um, you know, replacing a timing chain on an old Impala isn't so bad compared to, like, blowing up one of these 410s. Right. So it, it kind of scares me a little bit. Um, for how fast this goes, isn't it amazing how about a half a second of sitting on your you-know-what can really mess up a race, can it?
1: Oh, big time. Yeah. You can watch from the stands and say this and that, but which I did, you know, mm-hmm. and then you, you go in the pits and watch and you're even closer and it's like, holy crap, these guys are pretty moving or moving pretty good. But once you're actually in the car, it's unfreaking believable It's like, you ever been so scared in your life just from doing something? That's what it feels like to drive a sprint car. It's, it's, it's scary. It is. It really
0: is. So like a, a scary rush that oh, yeah. feels it's, really it's, good? It's an
1: adrenaline rush. It's like falling out of a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screaming towards the ground. It's the, most, it's the best feeling in the world. I yep. go to the car I'm smiling from here to here. Last time I went off the corner three there and rolled all the way into the billboards, mm-hmm. I got out laughing. And he's like, <laughs> why are you laughing? I'm like, that was freaking awesome. That was <laughs> yeah, like that a was carnival fun. ride from hell, but <laughs> it was fun.
2: Have you ever, like, I got a question. So have you ever, like, gone back and seen your crashes? Uh, no. I
1: tried. Uh, my buddy, Paul Erickson, he, uh, he's an Amsoil dealer now, actually. He, he uh, was sitting in the stands and he kind of had a little snippet of it and just caught the tail end of it. I was like, oh, Jesus. But no, it it doesn't, I'll watch them if they're there. It doesn't really bother me at all.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of more texts. Uh, Let's see here. Samantha says, Kyle Larson could be rookie of the year with NOSA.
2: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, That seems fair, right? I vote on that before the season started, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
0: uh, Yeah. Um, Matt Risky if i could get some sponsors together i'd race sprints but i better get married first that might be a good idea matt (laughs) um here's a good question from nathan Kraft: why did they choose to drive sprint cars versus like something like late models
1: uh for me that's something i've always wanted to do i mean ever since i was a little kid you know growing up watching todd Sonny, mac Mm -hmm. pat miller all them guys just i fell in love with them right away this is smell of walking around the pits getting hero cards from the drivers and stuff and just, you know, this is the passion. Something I've always, always wanted to do.
0: How about you? I, I, Did you ever think of well. maybe enter, ever be a different type of car? Has it always been in your head that it's going to be a sprint car?
2: No, yeah, sprint car is the only way. Yeah, there's just no other, no other option. I don't have any interest in late models or, or you know, whatever mods or anything like that. Uh, sprint cars—they're just—they're wild, they're wicked, and they're—they're they're fun to watch and they're more fun to drive.
0: So, I'm going to kind of uh, put this towards, like, hockey players. I've, I've always thought goalies were a little bent upstairs. I kind of think the same thing about sprint car drivers because <laughs> I'm friends with a lot of them. Right. And every one of them has got that little – they're a little quirky. They're a little they're different. different. But, right. uh have you ever been told that? Uh, you're you're kind of a nut job because you drive a sprint car or not?
1: Oh yeah. I knew it too. I didn't get to it. <laughs> You've been told that your whole life, right? Yeah, yeah more so than
2: not.
0: I <laughs> um I wanna talk uh let's talk sponsors. Um, you know, it it's not easy to do, especially last year with the pandemic, trying to find sponsorship. Go ahead, name your sponsors. Tell us how tough it is to get somebody on the side of your car too.
1: Well, I mean it's you just you just got to ask them really, and mm. say you want a good tax write-off. I can help you out. Yeah, really. you just yeah. yeah. on your
2: knees, and hopefully, you can stand up later. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, they're not really my sponsors, some of these guys, but like Alex Larson, Ricky sedell Nick Almdahl, uh, the Mullins for helping me ship my motor and stuff, and it just it goes on and on. There's so many people that contribute to keeping us all out there all the time. But my my sponsors, you know, I'd like to thank Minkota Power for being on board. I think that's cool because I work there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, Carol Trucky and their family friends, they help out a lot. Uh, FS3 Incorporated, his name is Marty, really cool dude. My dad takes some fishing quite a bit. Top Knock Archery, that's my wife's business. She just She's a certified archery instructor, and she helps people out, learn to shoot. She is? Fun. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, and then we got Sportsman's Lodge, Oak Island, which is cool. Jerry, Greg, and Leanne uh, Henham. And then we got Terry and Joanna Sowski, A&S Egg Sales, DK Dakota, um, broken drum big gyms ibew 1426 spikes construction and brian nelson
0: okay all help out yeah um hopefully they're all going to be on the car again this year
1: uh we hope so we don't we don't really know mm-hmm. yet we uh we did ask them but if they, they don't we totally understand you mm-hmm. know? i mean stuff happens for a reason so
0: right how about you
2: i only have a couple uh you know my dad's company climate control out of fargo mm-hmm. my mom and dad own that uh they're a big sponsor my wife is the biggest sponsor. She has infinite skin and medical spa in Fargo. Okay. And then, uh, uh, myself, my construction company, great land builders out of Fargo, uh, is about where we're at right now. So.
0: And, and going into it your first year, were you kind of weary about getting sponsors? I mean, yeah. were you nervous? Like, wow, what I if I end up I wadding up track?
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, cause I
0: I, I, I used to wrench on a guy's A mod years ago, <clears throat> a long time ago. And, um, He didn't want sponsors because he felt like he was obligated. Uh, It was a very low-budget team, won a bunch of races, but it was a low-budget team. Uh, And I've told this story before, too. I can remember uh, blowing up a motor. So the following week, taking the motor out of his work truck, putting it in this A-mod, going racing, coming back, putting it back in the pickup so he could go to work on Monday. But he never wanted sponsors because... He was afraid, you know, you got to be obligated. If something happens and I can't make it to the racetrack for a week or two, well, then my sponsors are paying for, for nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that ever cross your mind, especially going into your rookie year?
1: Uh, a little bit, I guess. I That's mm-hmm. kind of how it started. I wasn't even going to race, you know. I knew I had a boat that I could sell and get into it, but I actually asked, Mincota, a buddy at work asked, uh, told me to do it, and I said, well, I don't think they'll do it. He goes, well, what do you got to lose? So I ended up asking him, and, you know, I, I got it. I was really surprised, and... Uh, um, where was I going with this? I I was looking at that picture and I forgot because that that was the wrong rim that I ran that night. But yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's uh, and, and I gotta admit the the Minnkota power
0: on that wing does look pretty badass.
1: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, those guys they're they're huge on the, the success of this race team, and I, I couldn't do it without them. But uh, what was the question again? Jim? I don't remember. Yeah, do you remember? <laughs> How did, were you worried about? your sponsors oh yeah
2: you weren't oh no
1: i I wasn't no because i mean like with covid and stuff i kind of was but you know we we can put the car out in front of their stores do whatever like do lunches for them and whatnot and now we're going to be on dirt vision we're going to be on Dirt vision six or seven times this year we'll be we'll be on uh, rivercityspeedway.tv so there's always people that can watch replays do whatever i mean it is what it is
0: All right, we're looking now. We're looking at uh, Josh's car in the background there. Uh, There we go. Uh, Both of you guys have really cool looking cars. How'd you come up with the color scheme? I'll start with you, Josh.
2: Uh, I'm just a Grand Force through and through guy. The Sioux are my colors. I Mm -hmm. love them. Uh, Oh, you're a Sioux fan? Oh, just just, a little bit. I don't know. I live (laughs) in Minnesota too, but it's tough. uh, Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm, a.
0: I'm You're guessing okay. we got a gopher fan I over
2: just here. Lost I'm kidding.
0: No, and I like the green. You know, there's gotcha. always been yeah, this nice bad car. thing about green race cars, but I think it stands out. with... I'm a Thief River Falls guy, okay, and so uh, I love the Ditch Pickle Green. Yep. Uh, I'm an Articat Cat guy, and yep. we're that going to start an argument too yeah, now? Probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like the Mopar Green, I like the yeah the old Mopar Green. Oh
0: yeah, nice. yeah. Um, Zach, how did you come up with your colors? Because that's a, that's a really cool looking car too.
1: I, uh, is this the uh, Ben Flatman is the uh, marketing engineer at uh, Mankota, and he made that design, and I just made the car off of that? Billy at uh, Boss Designs, and mm-hmm. he. You just kind of went with it and turned out really cool.
0: Yeah, Billy does a great job, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, over at Boss, he's done a lot of race cars. Um, wow! Uh, you guys going to run the full schedule this year? Everything ready to go? How much work you got left on your cars?
1: Uh, I'm just waiting on a few bolts here and there, and then uh, once we get everything done, we should be ready here within a month for sure.
0: Hmm. How about you?
1: uh yeah we're, we're we'll be more
2: than ready
0: okay we're we'll more than ready to go and um have you guys had any trouble ordering parts i talked to dave adams yesterday he said he was uh had to go pick up a rear end he said it was the last one yeah. he said now that trickle down effect from the pandemic is maybe going to start affecting uh racing parts and things like that have you had any problems ordering anything
1: yeah i had uh, some problems on the front ends uh the axles they're on back order so i'd order a different brand which isn't a big deal a lot of stuff's on backorder, like uh, KSE. That I sent my gearbox in to get fixed, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he basically told me I don't know when this thing going to be done because I don't know when I'm going to get parts for it. All the plants yep. are shut down. So, wow.
0: How about you? Do you have trouble troubles getting anything?
2: A little bit here and there, but like Zach said, the front ends. You know, if you're on a 50 inch front end, and and all those are on backorder. You got to run a 52, but that kind of changes everything else. Mm-hmm. Your tie rods and everything else kind of changes, uh, and the stance of the car. So, but being your rookie year. Uh, Two inches isn't going to win or lose my race. Right. Unless we're out there to have fun. And uh, that's what she said. That's yeah.
0: what, <laughs> <laughs>
2: right,
1: right, right. I was waiting for
0: someone to pick that line up. <laughs>
2: Jeez. I didn't know if I should say that with Ashley in here or not.
0: But. Oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, Now, did you guys feel intimidated going into this at the beginning of the year? Oh, 100%. I mean, I would. I oh. mean, there's times I'm just the damn announcer, and I feel intimidated walking down to the pits sometimes. But right. how intimidating was it for you?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I don't think it was that bad. I just okay. I kind of went into it, like trying not to think about it. But now that I kind of reflect a little bit on it, it's pretty intimidating. Then, yeah, them guys are fast. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> about you? Out, oh, yeah, it's very
2: intimidating. Especially uh, one of my first uh, time trials, I came around the corner and Dobmeyer was coming out on the track, and I uh, coming out of four, and he was coming on, and I was sliding over, and I, oh, it got close. Oh God! (laughs) I mean, the absolute wrong person to hit right now. Terrible. Tom Meyer got no laps in or no hot laps because Swangler hit him. You know. So, but yeah, it's it's very intimidating. Like I say, when you see all those guys, uh, you know Nick and uh, you know Wade and all those guys, Roundley. It's it's just Adams. All those guys are Mm -hmm. the trailers and everything. It's just a you know it's a lot goes into it. Yeah, a lot goes into it, and it's a big mental game where you just if you're not mentally strong about it you might as well just sit back up in the stands. Yeah. yeah. Now,
0: to get into that, do you get into like a zone? Yeah, I try. I that. mean, you have to. Um, how hard is it to get in that right place, brain-wise?
1: Well, I, honestly, once it's, it's, sometimes it's hard to do it, but <clears throat> once you're in the car and you hit that gas pedal, you have no other choice. Yeah, that's about <laughs> well right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, keep it away from the wall.
0: Um, let's see here. Alicia says, Sounds like Bieber has a lot of parts road trips to take this year. Uh, Rachel Minsky. <laughs> Hi, Zach. Always fun to watch. Looking forward to seeing you. Sam, the boys at the track this summer. Uh, now Nathan is going to put not only you on the spot, but maybe me on the spot. Who's their favorite track announcer? You really have to ask that. Who's your favorite <laughs> track announcer? I'm remaining silent. Just re- right? Okay, just remember who gave you the bush light. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: clears throat> What being, just so you guys know <laughs> 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 my parents will be calling. What the hell are you drinking again? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, yeah, Zach is not, by the way, having a bush light. Do you guys no. have a favorite announcer?
1: Well, obviously, it's got to be you, buddy. Uh, okay, we'll thanks. That, John. Buddy, right. I'll give you that. Card. Johnny Gibson is legendary. You got yep, do
0: it. Yep, he is. He is. Uh, you know, it's funny because um, Johnny, especially last year at the World of Outlaws, he gets excited. You think oh, I get yeah. get excited? Johnny stand gets excited. Up
2: he announces because it, it's intense. Well, you yeah, can't it. tell. He's, He's right kind of small,
0: but uh, that race last like his year. Pants are too tight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting next to him that last year, and uh, when Kyle Larson made that move and won the race at the end, <laughs> I thought the dude was going to have a stroke. Oh, he I thought went I was up. Was going to have a stroke. Yeah, yeah. He, he went up like another octave, oh. and all I could hear was, ah, and it was like, holy. It was <laughs> Ah, then World of Outlaw Late Model Show, too. I think the uh, I luckiest
2: mean- guy, sorry to interrupt you, but I think the luckiest guy on the track was in at the bottom in Four there Sitting, on the, four sitting on the golf. Yeah, yeah. He just about took her eye with everything the lights though.
1: on <laughs> it. Actually, like it didn't <laughs> even seem <laughs> <face them. laughs> yeah, like
2: it was no big deal. Him, I, was like, I think oh, his eyes we? were closed. He, yeah, he, he like, must have <laughs> been breathing a bunch. If of that dust. was me. I think I'd have got off that thing. Oh yeah, I would have <laughs> had to
0: go change shorts. Oh. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. Um, so now with the racing thing, Zach, I know you're such a fishing fanatic. How much time is that taking away from your fishing now?
1: Uh. Fishing it's taking all of it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it just takes all of it. There's no time. Well, I, I tell you
0: what, uh, this summer, maybe on a weekday night, we can go fishing. I'll take you out catfishing. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'd need that. I know, I know you're a catfish fanatic, yeah, too. I know so some
1: good holes we can hit it.
0: Oh, good. Um, You guys, great show uh, again. Um, yeah,
1: thanks for having us in. And, yeah,
0: and you yeah. know, we need more guys like you uh it was great to have a couple of new guys last year you know strandell has only been in here now for a couple of years yeah. and, and uh, yeah travis we're gonna get you on the show too here eventually but we need to keep getting the sprint car guys going uh grand forks is known you know as the bull ring when, and nosa uh doing a great job there and um it, it'd be nice to get you know 25 cars every night but uh i wish you guys well uh this year is going to be a, a lot different of a year yeah. um hopefully it's more back to normal um the pandemic seems to be hopefully fading away hopefully our county commissioners will pull on their ears a little bit and right. and um you know and uh being on the road more uh you guys gonna be down you know husetts and and sunday nights yeah jackson, i mean jackson um it's gonna be an awesome year you guys will you hit knoxville at all
2: probably not i I, I we'll just play it by ear here, yep, maybe Six give it another months. year, yeah, probably give it another year and not go out there and get embarrassed or yep,
0: you know, um, will you race with the world of outlaws?
2: I did not last year, hmm just for those multiple or, I was in the stands, yep, but, yep uh, just to just to watch and learn now that you've had some seat experience and then see it from the you know see it from the other angle for a second, uh-huh,
0: how about you, zach yeah i'm gonna good I, I need as much
1: seat time, time as i as I can get. We can do time trials and stuff, you know, you're by yourself there. So yeah. This year we will uh for sure go up for it. But
0: oh good, good. Uh John says, Great show, guys. Uh I don't know if you guys know, but the Chaz is looking into coming to the Grand Forks for the Outlaw Sprint show.
2: Tori says it's eighty where is he at in the bathtub?
0: Uh no, he's down in Florida.
2: Oh, they're at the hole. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. They moved to Florida now for the winter, so Oh
2: did they? Yeah oh. <clears throat>
0: and uh yeah, he's Jeez. probably sitting by the pool
2: an extra bedroom i i I can come down
0: yeah i was gonna say the same thing they were actually i believe at volusia last weekend i saw a picture yeah yeah that would have been a good one uh did you say you were out west
2: well uh, were you
0: out west here a couple weeks ago no oh i thought you were in
2: arizona with uh jack and his wife croaker okay we went down for the yeah wild wing shootout
0: okay uh did you see dobby scar get wadded up then
2: yeah we saw that and uh (laughs) went down talked to talked to um Timmy a little bit Essenson, mm-hmm. you got a little you got a, tangled up with the wall a little there, so okay. that's a fun track. Yeah, yeah I, I uh, around going down there the last you know this past year and bringing the car, but I think uh, now I've seen it firsthand, maybe we'll put that on the list for next year. Yep, let's get some. some
0: time. I know uh, I saw the replay of uh Dobmeier's car getting wadded up, and I texted him. Ouch! Yeah, saw the replay. Ouch! Uh, I never still have not got a reply from him. <laughs> yeah, so so walking
2: through the pits, and it was just. And everything it was all just sitting there. The frame was sitting on the ground, and that's where it's at. Yeah. But wow. Tough. Tough break for that. You know. You never want to see that to a local guy. No. Especially no. You want to country like that.
0: Uh, Brady says, uh, "Awesome show, boys." And it was. Thank you guys. Thank you, Brady. Yep. Thank you guys for coming in today, man.
2: I was nervous, but I'm.
0: I told you'd be a piece of cake, yeah, didn't it's I? Nothing. Yeah. You got this handled. Yeah. Well, I think you guys do too. Uh, <laughs> no longer rookies, show, so uh, we're. Gonna, I'm. I'm going to be expecting more of you guys this year. So. Well. Just so you know that.
2: Well, we'll, uh, we'll we'll give you what we can.
0: Yeah, and uh, and, <laughs> and since I'm your favorite announcer, I'll talk really good about you too, there we that? go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all I'm right.
2: Bushlight uh, sponsor.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Swangler, Zach Umdahl, Nosa Outlaw Sprint Car drivers—they're no longer rookies. They're no longer got to start at the back of the pack. And we're going to see what these guys can do this next year. I think it's going to be a blast. By the way, coming on show next Thursday on a Dirty Thursday, Presley Truitson is on the show. That's going to be a good one. Special thanks going out to Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. All kinds of things going on all the time at Rumors. Maybe you want a little lunch today. Well, their special is hot hamburger with french fries smothered in gravy. Check out their $6 express lunch. Rumors has also got their daily dinner specials and not to mention drink specials going on all the time. Wall-to-wall TV's Watch games in the UND room. Kentucky Derby party is coming up. They've got room for parties. Lunch and dinner specials every day. They got the NHL package. You can also watch UND Fighting Hawks hockey right there. Uh, play bingo. Try betting on the horses. Do whatever you want. We love Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. And they're right across the hall from here, so that's even better yet. Thanks to all the sponsors for bringing you this show today. Man, I love Dirty Thursdays. Tomorrow, Larry Mendeville Jr. with Miracle for Vets will be on the show. We're going to learn a lot from this guy. I can't wait. And don't forget, today is Giving Hearts Day, too, so uh, give to your favorite charity if you can, okay? And most of all, remember to like us, share us, and tag us. You know, Grand Forks, man, it's a hell of a great place. Grand Forks' best source is giving it an identity again.